This is Camp Life, The Other Side. A bi-weekly podcast for summer camp professionals. Now it's time to explore the other side of summer camp. Welcome back to another episode of Scamp Life, The Other Side. I have Shauna back with me this week, and I think everybody's going to be hearing a lot more from you. Why is that, Shauna? Because I'm your new co-host. <laughs> we are super excited. So if listeners did not um, listen to you, listen to us, I guess, in our last episode, a quick reintroduction of yourself just so that any new listeners know who you are and we'll jump into this week. Yeah, um, so my name is Shauna Gugliamo. I'm the camp programs coordinator at Lincoln Park Zoo and I've been in the camp industry for over 20 years. Awesome. So we're asking a big question today, aren't we? We are. <laughs> and it might ruffle some feathers. <laughs> <laughs> Just a few. Mm-hmm. So, so today's big question is what makes us be able to consider us a camp? Yeah. What do you think, Shauna? Because I have my own opinion on this. You know, for me, I don't care. (laughs) If you want to call yourself a camp, by all means, go ahead. You know, like, because camp one can be really expensive. So if you can only afford like an in-home daycare camp, and your kid still is feeling like they're going to camp and they're having fun and they're getting a camp experience. That's all that matters to me. But I understand that camp has tradition um, and roots that are like, you know, pretty niche. Uh, So I can understand why people might not want to be in the same bucket as daycare camps. But for me, I don't know, eh, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) See, and I'm sort of the opposite so i for the most part i'm i'm kind of like you like call yourself a camp if you want to my struggle is when it comes to in-home or daycare centers who don't do drastically different programming from their day-to-day daycare or in-home care whatever they do in the you know the school year season for their daycare kids that is where if you do not drastically change your program, that's where I have the, the the struggle with it, because what's what's the difference then of calling themselves a camp year round versus calling themselves a daycare year round. So that's a good insight. Like, I agree with you there that there definitely sh- should be some thematic changes, you know, because if, if we were to equate daycare centers to day camps there is a lot of crossover there um so i would say that yeah just dropping your child off at daycare and them saying it's summer camp but they're still doing the same program that they do year round maybe maybe you should reconsider or maybe you should get some themes (laughs) i mean (laughs) it's not hard to come up with themes like rainbow week and like stuff like that and just do fun stuff with colors and etc um but yeah the the same year-round programming or school year program that they do and saying that that's camp no i do think that there needs to be a difference like the child should feel like they're not stepping back into the same daycare that they were in may when they're in you know late june they should feel like they're stepping into a new world because that essentially is what camp is it's like this own like I especially for sleepaway camps residential camps it's 
it's its own little ecosystem. Like, I remember when I was, like, out in the backwoods of Maine and New York, <laughs> like, and even Ohio, like, I, I didn't even know Michael Jackson died for an entire summer. That's how insular camps are. So if you're not taking the time to kind of make that bubble around your camp, then maybe reel it back and not call it a camp and maybe like a summer experience or or reel it more out and just like go with it. Yeah. So I looked up some definitions. Oh, great. I want to hear these. Okay. I so so I, I, uh, I broke it down into three, three parts because we hear a lot of different terms thrown around right during, during the year. So I broke it down between camp, daycare and childcare. Ooh. So, so yes. So because with childcare, yes. Cause we talk about, you know, as a, as a day camp, my team, we talk about how sometimes we are childcare for the summer and some, some parents do send their kids to our camp for multiple weeks and, and utilize us as childcare. Totally, totally acceptable. Right. Especially with day camps. But I've even like my parents sent me to sleepaway camp, not just cause I liked it, but Hey, you're gone for a week and we can go to work. And that's one less kid to, <laughs> to deal with. Um, so in terms of definition, so for a camp, it's a recreational institution providing facilities for outdoor activities, sports, crafts, and other special interests and typically featuring rustic overnight accommodations. Okay. Yes. That, I mean, <laughs> my camp would fall into there minus the rustic overnight accommodations, but I also know of some overnight camps who would not fit into that definition yeah. then because either their accommodations are like a dormitory and they do music. And so, it, I mean, that would be your other special interest but you're not outside. So, 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 I mean, I, I would use that loosely and, you know, as long as you can kind of fit that definition, I would say, okay. A daycare is a daytime care for the needs of people who cannot be fully independent, such as children or the elderly. That was the definition I found for daycare. Yeah. That's pretty standard. I think. Yeah. I would, I would say so too. I'm but glad then, incorporated um, adults as well. Cause they're, you know, there's a lot of adult daycare. Yeah. But then when I read that, that also made me think of schools. Oh, you're blowing my mind. I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> because it's daytime care. Yeah. For people who cannot be fully independent. Mm -hmm. Such as children. Yeah. Does that make any kind of daytime programming because parents, it, that parents drop off and sign their kid over to, which I know there's not always a sign in and sign out for school, but they do take attendance. Yeah. So there's that. And then for childcare, care of children by a daycare center, babysitter, or other provider while parents are working. I think the difference between school and that is that they're not adding in the education. Like, there's nothing that says they have to teach, unless you got another definition over there. <laughs> no, I don't. Well, not until we get into facilities and expectations, but uh, in terms of just a strict, straightforward definition, that's all I've got. I mean, I know that many people in the camp industry don't like to be compared to daycare. Uh, but essentially we would fit into that bubble too. Yes. But I think, I think the way that they can, 
I mean, the, based on these definitions, we would. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like, because, like, we started age four. What do we? Okay. So, so yeah. So, with starting at age four, I could see where the younger kids could potentially fit into that daycare option. Mm-hmm. And ACA doesn't consider, American Camp Association doesn't consider four-year-olds campers. Right. Yeah. That's tough. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I don't mind being compared to childcare. I think we do the childcare aspect really well, and I think that we do the camp aspect even better. But yeah, I wonder if like the big umbrella then is childcare, or I don't want to say daycare because daycare is like specific to like a facility, but childcare in general. And then we just have all these little umbrellas underneath it, and we are just one of them. We almost need an org chart just for like defining camp. <laughs> oh no, but then people will be upset that daycare was at the top or childcare was at the top. <laughs> so wait, it gets better. I, then, <laughs> I, I broke this out further. Oh great, do it. Okay, so then I took those three bubbles again and I added facility on the end of it. Okay. Okay, so a summer camp facility. A camp providing recreational athletic facilities for children during summer vacation period because i use summer camp facility Mm -hmm. so i didn't just use camp facility on this one i use summer camp facility yeah so okay recreational and athletic facilities that's really uh making the definition a little too narrow Mm -hmm. because yes you know traditional day camps and traditional residential sleepaway camps, they do have recreational facilities, even if that's not their like theme. Right. Um, but that's not all day, like all camps, like there's still art and music know, and music theater. theater. Yeah. I and mean, we had circus at a camp that I worked at. Oh, yeah, whole trapeze. Yeah, I worked at a really, I don't want to say bougie, but it was just like, <laughs> It was a very high-end camp in New York. Um, But yeah, like we had a full trapeze. It was awesome. I never went on it, though. I was too scared. I would be, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay, so a daycare facility is an institution that provides supervision and care of infants and young children during the day so parents can hold jobs. Okay, they're including babies in there now. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is very different from what we do. We do yeah, not. we don't do infants. No. And that's the other part where daycare, if they operate summer programming, that's where, again, where I struggle because how can an infant participate, participate in, in camp, right? Like that's truly someone needing care for their infants so they can go to work. I mean, logically speaking, like the the infants aren't coming in and their caretakers like it's it's camp week, like get <laughs> you in the pool. Um, so I what I have noticed is um, I used to go to like one of those big franchise gyms like that had everything like a daycare to like throw their kids in, and during the summer they had a camp. And yes, you could still like drop off your your babies. I think they had to be like four months old or up but they weren't a part of that daycare program it was just the kids that were four and up so okay maybe if there's a distinction but yeah if you're saying like the whole facility is being involved in camp i i can't agree that 
anyone between the ages of one day old and three really understand what is going on. I mean, even some even some of my four-year-olds, I'm just like, when did you turn four? Yesterday? Like, <laughs> and some of them literally did. <laughs> and you could really tell the difference. But yeah. yeah, if parents are dropping off their child and expecting a camp experience at daycare, if they're younger than a certain age, I, I don't think that's... It, it's just not... It just can't happen. Like, and here you were all for everybody calling themselves a camp. Yeah, my mind is being swayed. Um, <laughs> all right, you ready for the child care facility definition? Yeah. A family home which receives at least seven, but no more than 12 children for nighttime care and at least two adults supervising. Isn't that just a family? <laughs> I mean, I know that there's, on the south side of Chicago, I've met these wonderful camp directors, and they host camp in their home, and they really do make it affordable for parents, and they do put on a great program. So I don't want to discount what they're doing, because they really do. Like, the south side of Chicago is, you know, socio and economically underserved. Um, not all of south side, but many parts of it and they're kind of like a glimmer for a lot of the families in that community that they're able to provide this like resource for them in their homes because the majority of the camps outside of Chicago Park District are on like the north side and it's really hard to get to so if, especially from the south side and if you're from Chicago you know how long it takes to get from the south side to the north side it is in like even with uh, public transportation, it could take an hour and it's all the same city, yeah. You know, I think it's awesome and I believe that they um, receive uh, government funds to run their camp too, to make it affordable and accessible. So I don't wanna discount them, but those are only two individuals. I don't know what everybody's doing at home. Part of camp, for me and my working definition is being around people from all walks of life and that's something that i really appreciate about camp is that you know many camps are for well-to-do families um you know especially up in the northeast where i'm from mm -hmm. and they've never had interactions with people that don't live in their circle so it's like really great for them to get that, especially, you know, people of color, people of different religions, etc. Um, so I think with just two people running a daycare camp or a childcare camp, I don't think that's, that's creating a good culture of ideas and culture of uh, just acceptance and learning. Yeah, that that's a hard sell for me. <laughs> That one's hard. All right. So I'm going to reverse it because I also looked up the definitions of like general X fill in the blank expectations. Okay. So we're going to go in reverse with this one. So Shauna, when I say, what are your daycare expectations? What do you think it would be? How old is my child? Well, that's the point. Yeah. Say daycare expectations. What do you so, think? I guess if I had a younger child, I would want them, you know, to have information on safe, safe sleeping practices, 
for babies and feed my child and change their diaper and you know give them tummy time is that what it's i don't have children i'm sorry i don't either <laughs> i think it's called tummy time um trying to remember from when my nieces were babies um but yeah just giving so them basic needs yeah maslow's yeah basic needs and then and maybe um some like infant child development understanding of like where you can meet that child then if they're older like pre-k all the way up to i think daycare goes until age 10 or 11. i would want them to be you know not so much entertaining the child but maybe helping them with their homework if they have homework and again providing them uh you know social emotional learning because they're not going to be it's a different atmosphere it's a different space it's not like a classroom so learning how to interact that way and again taking care of their maslows making sure they're fed making sure if they have an accident they're changed so what i'm hearing is basic needs safety and minimal entertainment yeah yeah <laughs> So the reason I didn't start with childcare is because I couldn't find a definition for the expectations. They just kept resorting back to daycare. Mm -hmm. So for my definition, it says see daycare. So here's the daycare expectations okay. uh, definition. Clean, a, a clean and organized safe space inside and outside, providing space to play without any dangers around. So like broken furniture, broken toys, etc. Everything's broke at camp. <laughs> That was my thought, too. <laughs> I was like, does everything work at camp? Well, does everything work at camp? Because so what I what I see is a sterile environment inside and out with Maslow's met. And that's it. Yeah. Keeping them safe for whatever I mean, amount of time. The difference between childcare and daycare is just literally a facility at yes. the end of the day. Mm -hmm. That's um, what I gathered too. Mm -hmm. As I'm reading the definition and then writing it down so that we had it for our notes, I was just kind of like, okay, so that's broken at camp. I just put a maintenance requested for this. <laughs> like... I remember one summer our ceilings rained for a whole day and it wasn't raining out. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Our kids, um, we don't make sure, I mean, and it's not always organized. I yeah. mean, our schedules are organized, but playtime is not always organized. And we do make sure their needs are met. Of course. We do do that. So now, you ready for the camp one? Because this one made me chuckle. Okay. <laughs> Mine didn't make me laugh. I wonder what yours is. Go ahead. So summer camp expectations, the definition. To have fun for, for kids, to have fun while learning, um, in a, it, like in a learning setting, providing children a sense of development for independence and new adventures, known for safe environment for kids to also have fun. Yeah. So this one, I feel like the biggest difference I saw between the two was that summer camp helps develop independence. Yeah, 100%. And that's what, after doing all of these lovely <laughs> searches for all these definitions to try to figure out who can call themselves a camp. Honestly, after doing all of that, I feel like if you help develop independence, so like Montessori type mm -hmm. of situation, but a safe environment for children to gain a sense of developing independence. 
Yeah, I agree with that 100%. But here's the thing at summer, like sleepaway summer camp, the more traditional camp, I feel like that's where this definition is coming from. Well, because, not necessarily, because like we do, I'm a traditional day camp. And yeah. we, I mean, we have choice programming. We discipline in that sort of way, too, of like giving choices so that kids can choose. They have to think about their choices and, and think about what they did wrong if it's a situation like that. For lunch, too, I mean, they, obviously, we have a menu, but like, they get to choose essentially what they eat um, based off what's available for that day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't going there. I was just saying like this definition seems like it came from summer camp kind of before day camps really were like mm -hmm. thing. Um, because going to like the independence factor, obviously at sleepaway camps, you have no contact with your parents, right. maybe one phone call a week, if that. And if you're there for a week, it's no phone call, you know, or two weeks, you know. So I think in that aspect, like being, having that distance from your family and the parents who take care of you boosts that independence more, where our kids go home every day mm -hmm. and they'll be still taking care of them. So I think that that, that's the difference. But I'm not saying that we don't help build independence and all right. of that stuff and let the kid make choices, especially with like, I don't want to say punishment or discipline, but just like with <laughs> consequences, I guess, yeah. for actions. Because there's natural consequences. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I tell my staff that all the time <laughs> when they come up to me and they're like, this kid's doing this and then this happened. And I was like, well, the this happened is the natural consequence. So just talk with them about it. Mm -hmm. They need a letter home. They don't need to sit out. They don't need to do any of that. But yeah, I think that that, I, I wish the leadership portion could be better defined and how and that would be my only criticism of that definition so that's what i found yeah i was trying to find when i was looking for definitions i was just looking specifically for summer camp i didn't go into like the the other stuff and i was trying to find a definition of summer camp that wasn't provided by a camp <laughs> and it was so hard so i had to go to wikipedia because <laughs> Every definition I, I found was like Girl Scouts, the Y, which you're a Y camp, aren't you? No, not anymore. I used to be. Oh, you used to be. Or, uh, you know, like big summer camps in Maine or <laughs> stuff like that. So I was like, but like, where is this single definition of summer camp? And I also didn't want to pull anything from ACA because I don't want to say we're biased, but we are. <laughs> we are. Yeah, it's like our industry. So this is what Wikipedia says. And I'm going to jump around because... It's in prose. It it starts off not to be confused with summer school. <laughs> I mean, that's I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it is a supervised program for children conducted during the summer months in some countries. And then it goes on to say the traditional view of summer camp as a wooded place with hiking, canoeing and campfires is changing with greater okay. acceptance of newer types of camps that offer a wide variety of specialized activities. For example, performing arts, magic, music, computer programming, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then it goes on to talk about like Christian groups and Judaism, stuff like that. So that is the definition that I was able to find that wasn't provided by a summer camp or a summer camp associated nonprofit. <laughs> 
see i like i like the specialized activity portion in there because yeah. that does include your music camps your theater camps your arts camps mm -hmm. your theme-based camps even those little camps that kind of get missed by the wayside but also to think back to you know your child care facilities and i feel like that's the most the, the thing that we compare ourselves the most to is mm -hmm. those and that's why i'm going to keep comparing us to daycares and child cares and that's also why i chose to you know, when yeah. I was finding my definitions, because I feel like that's what people compare us to the most and what we compare ourselves to when we are arguing biasly on what makes a camp or not. But whereas daycares, if they don't change their programming, where is the specialized programming? Because I have seen some, now I have seen some childcare facilities, and I won't say daycare because they went a little bit older than like your typical daycare age, um, bring in like stem type activities for kids to do and i would say that is a specialized program yeah because you know it, it develops an interest in something i feel like that's where the specialized program like it it can foster a interest or a new hobby yeah i like that not not aca's definition of a specialized programming or you need special staff but like a specialized program being something that fosters or you know develops an interest as for a hobby or activity for kids to you know pursue potentially yeah i think that's true for yeah if we were to say what is the difference between childcare, daycare well daycare only because yeah child um, yeah the child care is the ceo yeah the ceo but daycare and camp it is that special the specialization for sure like having the ability to try a bunch of different activities to find out what you like and what you don't like i think is at the core of camp too because it doesn't matter well now we're going to get in a sticky situation because i just thought of something uh-oh so if we want them to have like many interests does that exclude like specific themed camp like galileo camps you just do stem and different things like that because they only have one niche if you will i think so because like if there's so many aspects of stem mm -hmm. yeah. so like i mean stem itself is an acronym and if they go into steam now you're bringing in art so yeah. uh I don't I don't think so. I think I think theme camps can still fall within specialized activities mm -hmm. because I mean even if you think of like say like a Harry Potter themed camp, you know Sign that me. that is I mean that is an interest, that is literature, that is I mean now the Harry Potter franchise is far more than just a book, but I mean, there is a lot that you can get into that. I mean, there is science if you go into spells and that sort of thing. Okay. Um, team building with the sword. I know very little on Harry Potter, which is the easiest thing I could pull from my head. <laughs> yeah, but, so like team building with, you know, the, the like Quidditch and stuff. Yes, like and like there, there's sports with Quidditch. And, and so when I see people put on Harry Potter camps, Yes, it's themed around Harry Potter, and so that's probably the common interest. Mm -hmm. But because Harry Potter has so much to offer, like there's science, there's athletics, there's, you know, b making friendships, which is what we all want out of, you know, at the at the bare level, that's what we want out of camp. Yeah, I feel, feel like you still could because there's a lot of different specialized activities within things, even if 
I mean, now I know that there's Quidditch teams out there, but when Quidditch first came out, it was a, essentially a made-up game. And yeah. so, yeah, I still think we could do that. Okay. Because, like, if you think about it, what do they do at daycare camps? Like, yes, they can sometimes... It, I feel like it's a lot of free play, unless it's Montessori-based. Lots of child-directed play, for sure, yeah. It's a lot of child-directed play. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I think that's a very important thing. Oh, 100%. We, we put it in our schedules. We, I mean, we do, too. I just think that specialized activity i think i think that's it i think a combination of our definitions that we found kind of develops it like specialized activities to help but also it helps develop independence by creating those specialized activities for kids to to try out whether they are getting a choice in it or if they're just kind of scheduled and they have to try a little bit of everything it still allows them to make decisions on whether or not they like the activity or not and hopefully have a voice as they become older and their brains develop into a sense where they can yeah yeah i think that might be blending you know some choice words and stuff like that might be the perfect definition Um, I also uh, went down the Urban Dictionary route. Uh-oh, I haven't heard about Urban Dictionary in years. Me neither. It just popped up when I was <laughs> like looking for what is the definition of camp? Like, no YMCA, no <laughs> trying to find. No Boys <laughs> and Girls Club, no yeah. Y camps, yeah, no. Just somebody. <laughs> Come on, Webster, help me out here. So, the first definition of camp is a place where parents send their children summer after summer, usually the place where a child experiences their first kiss, first boyfriend-girlfriend. Oh my gosh! Lots of firsts. A place where everyone is your best friend, all the counselors are your family, and you trust everyone. A place where there are no secrets and everyone knows everything. If people could see my face right now, it is just like the risk management, like, disaster. (laughs) Wait, here's another one. It They get worse. Oh, no. It's like the movie definition. Yeah. A place where parents send their kids to get rid of them and be happy. <gasps> a place where kids get tortured. Seriously? Yeah. That's, that's part of it? Yeah. It's... Oh, geez. Well, tortured. I mean, but did you put summer camp or did you just put camp? I put summer camp. These are summer camp specific. Because I could see camp because there are there are some cultures where camp means something totally different. And we usually have to educate those families on why summer camps are okay. So I want to make sure you put summer camp. Oh, I 100% put summer camp. And this this one, honestly, I, I think that this is true because I've had friends that have gone to camp. I put it in quotes because of like behavior issues and stuff like that. So um, somebody said summer camp is code when you're in public for lost time due to incarceration or mental health issues. Both prisons and psych wards offer activities that resemble summer camp as a child. So it's a code word for people who may have to, you know, have a, a stay at a mental health facility so that they don't have to like, even though it's not shameful, like they don't have to bear that shame or have to explain their story. Which I thought was interesting. Um, was interesting, especially with how much we are currently talking about mental health in the camp industry right now. Yeah. So I thought that that one was really good. I mean, there's so many more, but they get kind of really bad. And I'm sure like a kid who went to like the worst camp ever wrote all of these. Um, <laughs> somebody did not have a good time at camp. 
re- reminds me of the book I Hate It Here, which is oh, a yeah. bunch of letters from kids who mm-hmm. just. I have the sequel. I have P.S. I Hate It Here. It's such a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I had a camp thre- uh, camp counselor give it to me one year. <laughs> I love that. Um, oh, but so- yeah. Man, that first definition, though, like, my eyes just kept getting wider and wider as you read it because, I mean, yes, it's a great place for a lot of firsts, like we were saying, those specialized activities, but I don't want people getting the wrong idea about you can have your first kiss here and you can have your first boyfriend or girlfriend here and no, thank you. I mean, it's healthy. I worked at a pretty, so here's the thing, I worked at a I worked at two private, privately owned camps and privately owned camps operate in a very yes, they do. capacity. So when it comes to like first kisses and boyfriends and stuff like that, it was normal at those camps, like sending, yeah, sending ketchup <laughs> plates between the two dining halls, like the girls dining hall and the boys dining hall, like asking people out was like the standard and like counselors did it too. I know your eyes are so big right now, (laughs) but yeah, it was like the thing, like, I mean, and some kids got, especially like the super seniors, like they made some uh, not so great choices Mm -hmm. when it comes to, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend stuff and ended up getting kicked out of camp for it. So it can lead to like some really big like issues and with that you bring in like who's supervising when this happened and all of that. Um, but I do think that like a first kiss at camp is kind of cute. I don't know. I just think that like, oh, like, know, but, it, but now as a director, yes, I, I feel like in my counselor days, yes, absolutely. But now as a director, I just worry about all the parent phone calls and the parent contact afterwards. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> That's, you know what? I will deal with it. <laughs> but kids are going to be kids, especially oh, yeah. if you have like 14 and 15 year olds that are com- or that are campers, you know, like they are modeling their behaviors off of what they're seeing the counselors do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but I still think a first kiss at camp when you're like 14 or 15 is really cute. I don't know why. I just like, it's... It's so romantic. Like you could be by the lake or like in a canoe, and you're just like, I don't know. I feel like you're giving every every listener right now a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's a nice idea. I'm not saying I want it to happen, but <laughs> I don't know. My first kiss was behind the school, and it was not nice. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so if it was at camp, it would have been a lot better. <laughs> Hashtag things not to do at camp. <laughs> Don't take Shauna's advice. Yeah. Man, first episode, make it a big splash. You know that. That's, <laughs> that's what I do. Big splash. Oh, man. So have we settled then on a sort of definition of what makes a camp? Yeah, I think it has to have that sense of choice and, um, like, independence and learning not like you know school learning but like learning a new hobby or learning about yourself different things like that and i think that that's the difference between daycare and a camp so do you still agree that everybody can call themselves a camp as long as they're doing what i just said yes (laughs) (laughs) what were your parameters beforehand 
I don't care. Exactly. <laughs> so, so I've convinced you a little bit, but I feel like yeah. we've convinced ourselves too. So by having a definition that kind of separates us from daycare is important because yeah. like true daycare, like I said, if a daycare wants to go out and do specialized programming and drastically change up their programming for what they do in the, I will call it day to day because for us it's day to day. Yeah. Uh, then I'm all for them being able to call themselves a camp. But if they do not, and it is just now under, obviously those under four will still need actual daycare. Uh, but for those who are four and up, if they actually change their programming and not just like, Hey, let's go play in the sprinkler, like actually change up their programming. I think then yes, they can call themselves a camp. Yeah. Only for the camp season. <laughs> Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Summer camp. <laughs> yeah, I I can agree with that. Yeah, 100%. Right. Cool. Well, I'm curious to know what our lister- listeners are thinking. So if you have a different definition for us, let us know. We'd love yeah. to hear from you. If you want to argue this some more with us, we're more than happy to keep digging into probably not Urban Dictionary, but any yeah. other sources I think are reputable. Uh, so yeah, so we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.